listening to The Edward Fowler Show. Now, here's your host, Edward Fowler. This is a flashback episode featuring Chris Van Vliet, who I interviewed back in June of 2019. You'll be able to tell the differences from my voice back then when I first began to how it is today. I hope you enjoy it. He interviews famous people like Tom Cruise and Dwayne The Rock Johnson and many other great celebrities. And this was recorded way before a pandemic which shut down the whole country. Who knew a year later what we'll be facing at the time. But uh, enjoy it in four right now. Please welcome my guest. He doesn't need no introduction because, of course, he's a four-time Emmy award-winning broadcaster. You know, he's uh, he works for a great uh, station in Florida. And tell me if I'm wrong, but is it owned by Fox? Because if it's owned by Fox, then it's it's even more. I love Fox. You know, I love the the craziness of Fox News and you know the traffic um, chases in in the uh, Fox area. So it's great that I love. That, that you work for Fox, if you do. Um, but you can tell me more about that in a moment. But um, he also has his own YouTube channel called Chris Van Vliet. I hope that's his name. And uh, it's got over 160k subscribers, maybe even 170 now as we speak of this, but uh, a lot of subscribers anyway. But um, please welcome Chris Van Vliet. Welcome to my show. Ed, thanks for having me on. Uh, all the way across the pond here. Yes. Yes, in the greatest city in the world. Not London, Manchester. Manchester's the greatest city in the world? Yes, better than Florida, okay, well, better than Las Vegas for, you know, AEW, boo them. But, you know, you have to come to the greatest city because you've got to feel the atmosphere. You've got to feel the the uh, the rowdy of the fans because we are very passionate and we are very rowdy. Uh, I, well, I, I will have to make it there, but I will have to argue with you. Being from Toronto, I will say that Toronto is the greatest city on earth. <laughs> yes, okay. I, I, I agree with that, but again, I've never been to Toronto, so I can't say. Uh, and I've never been to Manchester, so neither of us can be wrong. <laughs> yes, it's a great to start this off, isn't it? Um, but of course, you, uh, you know, living, you know, you came from Canada, a, uh, a Canadian. Uh, no wonder you get along with Chris Jericho so well, <laughs> you know, uh, with your Canadian discussions. Uh, did you speak French when you finished the interview? Uh, yeah, so I speak high school French, which is like, you know, I can speak maybe 17 words of French, and okay. that's about it. I can, <laughs> I can ask where the bathroom is. Où est la salle de bain? Oh, uh, I like it. Uh, that's, yeah, no, that, I mean, uh, that's about it. So, uh, no, I, next time I see Jericho, I'll ask how much French he speaks. Yeah, yeah, please do, please do. But I bet he doesn't speak much French anymore, but you never know. In Winnipeg... They might speak a lot of it, even though, he, you know, Winnipeg is a big jerk, isn't he, you know, from Winnipeg. It could come from tomorrow, where you're from. I mean, much better, you know, it's like Winnipeg, you know. There's not much to do in Winnipeg, so exactly. maybe he spent, spent his time there, you know, learning how to speak French. Yeah, but uh, enough of Chris Jericho, but more about you. You went to university to do uh, journalists, and then you did some jobs in Canada before you moved to Florida. And... Uh, why move to Florida? Like, um, was that your big dream to move to America, or, or was it the best opportunity to be in Florida? 
I mean, Florida wasn't specifically the goal, uh, but I knew that there'd be way more opportunities being in the U.S. I, I, I love Canada. All my friends and family are still there. And I had some incredible opportunities there for the first five years of my career. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the ceiling's only so high there. You know, the population's only so big. There's only, only so many big cities, only so much of a population. So I got an agent, a television agent in the U.S. And oh, when nice. I started looking for jobs in the U.S., I was auditioning for mm -hmm. all kinds of big shows like on MTV or Entertainment Tonight, uh, you know, extra, all these big shows. I just knew that there were more opportunities in the States. Yeah. So um, I moved to Cleveland first, of nice. course, home of home of the Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Yeah, so the worst city to go to, I have to say, and that being, but the fans are so gullible there, you know. Uh, if, if I came to Cleveland, I make sure I would miss the city completely. I'll go straight past Cleveland and say goodbye and move on to the next state near there. <laughs> Cleveland, Cleveland was a great place. I had a fun time there. I got to you know hang out with the Miz and Ziggler. Of course, there. of course, the Miz. Of course, because you know he thinks he's the biggest star there, but you are much bigger than him. Oh sure. Yeah, sure. you are. You are. You are much better than, than the Miz. You, well, you are. The Miz. The Miz is born and raised in Cleveland. I just spent a mere five years there. <laughs> uh, but then you know this great opportunity came to host this show in Florida, and it's on the Fox station here, but it's like the Fox, like uh, like the local Fox station. Yes, so we're I talking love the local like Fox stations. You know, I do. I do. I love them. Because I'm hoping your show does not get interrupted by the uh, police chases. Like, I know oh, we had one yesterday. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. Going right through Fort Lauderdale while I live here. Wow. I turn on the TV. I'm like, oh, that's like two minutes from my house. <laughs> that uh, is classic American television. They would never do that in Canada. I imagine they don't do that here. in the UK. Or even here. Yeah. I, I, I always say to my friends, I wish they showed the police chases over here. It would be fantastic. Because I love watching them in America. You get to see lovely scenery, see what people are up to on, on their normal lives. It's fantastic. I love them. I, I watch them every day. When, when, when there's one, I get the alerts on my phone when there's one. You know, I, I, I like to watch them. <laughs> they have the helicopter up there, like, actually looking for these chases. Like, oh, really? Oh, wow. I mean, they happen in California all the oh, time. Yeah, all every the time day. in California. Every day. Fox LA News, I watch them every day. It's, it's, it's at least one every day there. But so, so the Fox I'm on is more like uh, Empire and American Idol and the World Series and yes. football. Yes, Fox News is a completely different station yes. with, you know, uh, all that other stuff going on there. <laughs> of course. And uh, you mentioned about your station. And uh, what is the name of your show you're on in, 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 in your local Florida station? It's called Deco Drive. Deco and, Drive. Uh, you know, it's a local entertainment show where I interview celebrities, go to red carpets, yes. talk about local events. Like the segment that's going to air today was a segment where I went out to the Miami Marlins, the baseball team here, and nice. I tried out for the team. Ooh. So go? I think a lot of people a lot of people know me for my YouTube interviews. Obviously, I'm a passionate, lifelong wrestling fan, yeah. but I'm also a professional broadcaster. Yes, uh, yes you and are. And I've been in broadcasting. I've been in broadcasting for 15 years, and that's kind of actually what led into me being able to do the interviews, have the access, and have the YouTube channel that I have, have now. Nice. Well, again, and, that, and that's why I want you on my show because to talk about your other stuff you do, not just wrestling. But because I, I like to talk about wrestling as well, and I want to talk about wrestling with you and talk about what, what else you do, your other project you do, because you're a very busy man, you know. And and I was saying before we came on the air here that uh, I was not expecting you to respond to my DM because I wrote I wrote it and then I came I I wrote a treat to you as well because you do you have seen my treats. I know you like.
with him uh, before yeah. I actually DM'd you. And I thought, hmm, okay, let me try this and see what happens. And I, and I was quite shocked that you actually had to come on my show. I know you mentioned that on another podcast, because I heard you on another podcast that said the same thing I'm saying. Um, so I, I thank you for coming on it, and it's a uh, it's a privilege that you're on it. Um, so you, you know, good to you know Deco Drive, uh, great, a very unique name because you wouldn't have that name over here, but you know, and you <laughs> only in Miami. Yeah, only in Miami, the best, you know, the, the the best place for beaches and bikini ladies. So yeah, best place to be uh, to go on holiday. But um, you mentioned about going to red carpets and you get to interviews fantastic celebrities. And my question for you now is. Um, who has been your favorite celebrity to interview so far for Deco Drive? So it was someone that was on my list for a long time. Let it me was guess. someone that I... Let me guess. Um, let's say maybe an eyebrow raising guy? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Well, look, grew up being a wrestling fan. The Attitude Era meant so much to me. I was 15, 16, 17 years old during the height <laughs> of the Attitude Era. So. You know, The Rock meant a lot to me, and I think The Rock's charisma and uh, his personality really shaped who I became in those formidable years. So I was walking around my high school raising the people's eyebrow, yelling, it doesn't matter, at anybody <laughs> and everybody who would listen to me. So The Rock was always at the top of my list, and Rock does a lot of interviews because he promotes a lot of movies. Yes, and he's done a lot of when, movies. The biggest movie star in the world, I think, isn't he? I, I, it's certainly, arguably, yeah. I mean... Mm. Uh, so the fact that he was on my list, he was doing a lot of press, and I just was like, I think this is going to happen one day. And he was doing promotion for, like, G.I. Joe. He was doing promotion for Fast and Furious, and I wasn't getting him. And I was like, I wonder if this isn't going to happen now. And then it finally happened, actually, in a wrestling setting. It happened backstage, Monday Night Raw. He was promoting his match with Cena, WrestleMania 28, in Cleveland. He was nice. promoting it, and I'm like, this is the best of all worlds. I get to talk to The Rock. I get to talk to The Rock in a wrestling scenario. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's everything you'd want him to be. Yes. He's I'm... charismatic. He's fun. He's funny. He makes you feel special. Um, mm. And it's, it's good. Uh, that, that's a real celebrity trait for someone yeah. to take time out of their day, take two, three seconds, two, three minutes, whatever it happens to be, and make you feel special. Uh, that's something I'll never forget. Now I've interviewed The Rock nine times. Yeah. Not that I'm counting right <laughs> I'm sure he is, uh, and, I, and I bet he's got like, a little selfies with him on this wall somewhere in this house. As only, well. one, only, only one, only one, only one. I mean, he does. I mean, he doesn't make. Yeah, at least he's got one. Okay, I see. I see. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, have you ever done like a promo on the rock yet, or, or, or are you a bit afraid in case it might give you? It doesn't matter what you think. I've. Uh, I actually asked the rock to team me up for it. It doesn't matter, and it was. It was a pretty great moment. I it was I was talking about Fast and Furious. I yes. said, you know, a lot of times Hobbs, your character, sounds a lot like The Rock. Like he has a lot of the same mannerisms, the same you know voice. And I said, can you set up a scenario where Hobbs would say it doesn't matter? And he's like, huh? Well, I don't know. Give me the scenario. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So we're driving down the street. He's like it doesn't matter what the scenario is. <laughs> I remember and that. Like, I saw on your YouTube channel. I remember that. Yeah. And that I'm was like, and wow. that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I loved that. Uh, it was like the most hilarious thing to go out of your mouth. I don't think you expect them to enjoy. No, <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole thing about that bit is yeah. you're not expecting it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can never, as you say, never expect the unexpected. Well, I think if I went in there and he's like, "Sure, I'll do it for you right now," it wouldn't have been as fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but apart from the walk, who else has been your favorite to uh, interview for Deco Drive 
Oh, you're, so you're, you're, after I got The Rock, the next on my list was Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always heard so many great things about him. He, you know, would arguably be one of the other big movie stars oh, yeah. in the world. Like, Absolutely. It's such a different such a different way how we watch movies now. We watch them more for like the story or the plot rather than the actors mm-hmm. uh, like we used to 10, 20, 30 years ago. So it was just like The Rock, best case scenario possible. I interviewed Tom Cruise in Paris on the red carpet for Mission Impossible 6 in the shadow of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, wow. That's a good shot. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, and it was so, it was so gracious and so nice and so kind. And I loved that movie too. So uh, the next on my list, um, because, you know, you got to keep pressing forward. You got to keep making these specific goals for yourself. I always say vague goals get vague results. So if I were to be like, hey, I want to interview, you know, just a big star. (laughs) That's very vague. So my next goal is, uh, is Vince McMahon. Yes. Um, that's that's the next one I want to do an interview with. And I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll happen, but I'm going to keep putting it out there and keep hoping it happens. Yeah, well, I, I think it will happen because, you know, that, that guy, uh, another podcaster, uh, let me think of his name, Peter Rosenberg, whoever he is, because I didn't really know who he was until I seen a YouTube video from like 10 years ago now of him interviewing Vince McMahon himself. And uh, he was cheeky enough to say to him, can I have a job with you? And he said, yeah, come to my office and talk to me. That's how I end up in Double O all these years later. So it could happen to you, and I and, and I really hope it does because you know you're you're not getting any younger, but you are looking good for your age. And I hope that Vince Man, I'm sure Vince Man knows who you are. You know, you're a very popular guy, and I'm I'm sure you can get an interview with him anytime. I'm just go to his office probably. Yeah, I'll just I'll just fly up to Stanford and uh, you know just knock on his door and make it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, of course, not that simple, but I mean. Something like that. You could get in contact with somebody from there. Maybe Dolph Ziggler could help you. There you go. Maybe. I mean, and who knows? After today, uh, he might be the WWE champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I I highly doubt that, but it's possible. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he will. Or or else I don't think he will, but uh, you never know. Anything is possible. (laughs) But of course, we're talking about this because it's June 7th when we're taping this. Of course, today is Saudi Arabia's biggest event of the year. Uh, Super Showdown in uh jenna and uh you guys got the bad time zone for that event because it happened at 2 p.m eastern 7 p.m our time for once we can see was it live uh for once because when we, when we were asleep when the events happened so yeah yeah you guys yeah i feel bad for your time zone um, <laughs> yeah you you gotta watch like what time does wrestlemania end for you like six in the morning <laughs> somewhere, somewhere like yeah about 5 a.m yeah jeez yeah oof yeah yeah, all elite wrestling, you know, that's like at midnight for the pre-show over here at midnight our time, and it ended about 4 a.m. in the morning, so, you know, available now on Fight TV. I, I, I have to plug that, even though I have nothing to do with Fight TV, but you never know. Your contacts may listen to it. I mean, yeah, this guy. Um, <laughs> you never know. But, uh, again, it was on ITV box office. Great event. You were there in attendance, of course, because I DM'd you on the day of that show. Uh, you were there in attendance. Great show it was. I loved it. Uh, of course, MJF and uh, Brian Pillman Jr. from Major League Wrestling, which I'm very aware of who they are because you know I'm I've, I've had uh, at least one person from there so far uh, on this show. Yes, it's good. Um, but did you enjoy or uh, double or nothing? And uh, how how were your relationships with Oily? Because I was expecting you to be announced as like a backstage reporter or something because i know you work for a wrestling company in your local area as a ring announcer uh, so I, I was expecting you to be called up to be the ring announcer or something 
Well, look at you doing your research. Thank you very much for that. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. No, and I, there's I no scripts that. either. People don't understand. There's no scripts. I, I, all my questions are in my head beforehand. Wow. So thank you. Yeah. Look, thank at, you. You, look at you go. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, um, I really love Double or Nothing. And uh, I knew that for better or for worse, whether this was the best pay-per-view, the worst, or somewhere in between, mm -hmm. this was going to change the, the landscape of wrestling forever, uh, or at least for the, you know, the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years or whatever. The buzz in that arena was unbelievable. Uh, that was a pretty incredible, crazy atmosphere in there. And that was like, I like to compare it to the Raw after WrestleMania, because these were hardcore fans. These were fans that traveled in. I mean, there, there weren't a lot of locals there, I wouldn't think. Mm. So these were educated fans. These were smart fans. And these were hungry fans. And from the very first match, which was the, uh, um, uh, the very first match all the way to the end, the crowd was so hot, so into it. There wasn't really a bad match on that card. Sure, there were some technical hiccups, which there will be for your first show. But once they iron those out, boy... This is going to be some exciting stuff to watch. Yes, yes, it will be. And I can't wait to see it on ITV for us as well. And, you know, uh, it's, it's a Mia TV network over here, you know, and uh, the home of World of Sports. And now we've got All Elite Wrestling on it, which was a bit surprising. I thought it might be on BT Sport or something. But ITV, the main, the main, uh, the main network, which is good. Um, but, yeah, um, will we see you a part of this company anytime soon? Because um, did you even get approached to be a part of it or, or not? Cause, uh, oh, I, I mean, I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. I, I, I am, I'm in contact with the Vince McMahon of AEW. Yes, you are. Yes, Tony uh, Khan. Yeah, I saw you. I, I, and I saw Tony after the show, and he gave me a big hug, and I said, congratulations. Like, you changed the game here. And he's like, thank you so much, man. That means so much to me. He was jacked up and excited. Look, they've got their, they've hired their people. Yeah, yeah. they've hired their broadcast team. They're doing a great job. Uh, I'm friends with Alicia A. Yes. Uh, who's also a fellow YouTuber that yes. does interviews. Um, she's doing a great job for them. So they don't really have a place for me. And, and I'm under contract here in Miami for a while. So <laughs> I'm happy doing what I'm, I'm doing. I love being part of the wrestling world in the way that I'm a part of it. Mm. I'm a fan, just like you, just like anybody yes. listening to this. Yes. And I just kind of went out of my way to kind of create some opportunities for myself and uh, use the context that I had or kind of you know, break down some doors, knock on some doors, jam my foot in some doors mm. to make some more contacts and, and make myself available for these interviews. So I've just you know, I've created this for myself. I, I, it would be an interesting situation if I worked for any of the major companies because I don't know if I'd be able to even do what we're doing right now. I don't, I don't know. Probably not, I, probably I, not because your pie is like, unless you got permission from them, through then then nope right <laughs> kind of thing see, see when 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 you when ed when you send me a dm and go do you want to come on my show i yeah. can just go yeah i do yeah. rather than going let me ask first can i do this mm. what's it about you know and like right now i'm i'm my own boss yeah you're, a freelance, wrestling you're stuff. a freelance guy you know and it's good yeah. it's, it's and, good and the best part about that too is i'm a fan of all wrestling mm. i'm not a i'm not an AEW guy i'm not a wwe guy tna ring of honor new japan whatever i'm a wrestling guy so when I talk to someone, I don't have a bias. No. Uh, if I'm talking to a WWE guy, we can jump into WWE stuff. Mm. And I'm not going to trash WWE or love WWE. I just love wrestling. Mm. So there's no bias there. And I think that that's a, a big difference when you see my interviews versus other people who work for these major companies. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't know the last time that, you know, a Sam Roberts or Rosenberg was able to have an AEW guy. Mm. I don't know. We all know now that Jericho can't have WWE guys. Yes. You know? So <laughs> I'm kind of 
kind of floating in this middle zone where it's the best of all worlds. Yes, yes you're really looking for it at this minute, but it could all change because you never know what might happen around the corner. But, you know, so I wish luck because I know next week you're interviewing Dave Batista. I don't know how you did that, but... And then actually get responses from on Twitter as well because usually these big time celebs that we respond to people on Twitter before they meet him, you know, kind of thing. And after the interview, then, then they, you know, start to say, oh, yes, I was on this guy's interview kind of thing. But... I, I like the banter between you and Dave Bautista on Twitter. What did what, you um, expect a, repl- a response from him? Uh, so then that was pretty cool. I got to be <laughs> honest. Like he got a he got a Twitter promo on me. Yes. Uh, I, to, to, I don't mark out for a lot, but I marked <laughs> out for that. Um, yeah, I basically just said, "Hey, I'm excited to interview him. Yeah, Do you have yeah, any questions yeah. for him?" Yeah. And then he wrote back to me, and uh, I wrote back to him after that. He wrote to me and said, "No." They gave me what I want. I'm interviewing you and blah, blah. And I said, all right, well, uh, I'll see you in L.A. You bring the nose ring. I'll bring the pliers. <laughs> yes, well, I, I, I can't wait to see that on your YouTube channel. If it's going to go on your YouTube channel. Is it, is it for Deco? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. It's, it's for both, actually. So okay. he's promoting his new movie, Stuber. Um, I'm very excited to talk to him. I, I've only interviewed him once. Well, I've interviewed him twice for one movie. I interviewed him for uh, James Bond movie, Spectre. Yes. Uh, I interviewed him in Mexico City like three or four years ago. It was a really cool moment because these interviews with celebrities like that, like on that level, like mm-hmm. Rock or Cena or Batista, they're, they're much shorter. Or even movie stars like I've interviewed DiCaprio or Oprah or Sandra Bullock or whatever. The list goes on. Yeah, they're yeah. usually short. Yeah. So the interview I did with Batista last time was supposed to be four minutes. And we were getting right up close to that four-minute threshold. Mm-hmm. And I went to ask a question. And the person in the room who was like his handler went, I'm sorry, Chris, your interview's done. How? Oh. And Dave, just without even looking at the guy, just kind of looked over his shoulder and went, he has time for one more. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, Dave, thank you so much. And then I saw him the next day on the red carpet. I said, Dave, thank you so much for that, for putting me over. That was, I was super grateful for yeah. that. Like, of course, man, I love talking about wrestling. <laughs> so I hope that's the same situation when I talk to him on Friday. I'm sure. I'm sure it will be, and I and I'm hoping you may get a bit longer as well with him. Hopefully, you know. For your I, I've uh, I've requested more time. I also requested to get him like kind of on my own, and they're yeah. like, "No, he's going to be in this room, but we'll give you a double time, so I'll get eight minutes with him." Oh, well, that's better than nothing. So yeah, better than nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I hope you got some good questions to ask him there, because then because he might petite bum you otherwise, and. Uh, That'd be a great video, too. <laughs> well, depending who watches it, yeah. But, I mean, if people are a fan of you, then they might think, oh, no, poor Chris, I hope he's okay, kind of thing. I've taken some moves. Uh, yes. If you go on my YouTube channel, I took a DDT from Gangrel very, <laughs> very poorly. Yeah, I, I, that. Look, I, I didn't just go in and go, hey, Gangrel, give me a DDT. Like, I've been to wrestling school. I trained for a mm-hmm. couple months. I was in there with Gangrel, locking up, taking some bombs, doing some hip tosses. And I said, it would be an honor if you gave me the impaler ddt and he's like oh, okay sure gangrel is one of the nicest sweetest people you'll ever meet and he's like yeah okay sure so we turned the camera on and i jumped a little too high and i uh spiked my head and uh yeah well i'm glad i haven't you... told i haven't told him this but my neck still hurts that was oh, really? a year ago. <laughs> oh god i was gonna say go i'm surprised you have much neck damage because the way you landed i thought you broke your neck or something when i watched oh, yeah, a like... few years ago it was bad. I, I I really learned a lesson there. Yes, don't ask it for it again. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe take bumps on my back, not on my head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, great guy this is. And uh, speaking of your YouTube channel, what got you started to doing your YouTube channel? Because 
you already this guy on TV. You know this this great journalist, this great entertaining uh, entertainer journalist. But what made you start your YouTube channel? It kind of happened by accident. Like I had a very very small YouTube channel where I was just on occasion putting up some interviews, just because I knew that when we put it on TV, the thing about TV is. It goes on TV once, and that's it. It's yeah. you know gone forever. Yeah, if you didn't true. watch it in that moment, you didn't see it. Mm -hmm. So, I was doing these interviews with wrestlers, and there was um, there was a couple of other YouTubers doing this at the time, um, and where they were putting up these longer form interviews. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm doing those. So instead of just the 15, 20 seconds that we're going to air on TV <laughs> for for like the main audience, they're not yeah, wrestling, yeah. and they want to talk. You know, they want to hear about like some generic stuff. Of course. So I was like, well, I might as well put the remaining 10, 15, 20 minutes of this interview online mm. just so that it's out there so that fans like you can see it or, you know, anyone else. Yeah. So I was just kind of throwing these up. My YouTube channel had like four subscribers and I would just put these up just so it would live somewhere, just oh, so yeah. that other wrestling fans could appreciate this. I'm and I did an interview with The Miz in 2011, right after he had, um, right after CM Punk had dropped the pipe bomb. <laughs> and Miz said... Uh, it was the most exciting time to be a wrestling fan since the Attitude Era. Mm. And I went, oh, that's pretty cool. And I put that up on my YouTube channel. Didn't really think anything of it because I didn't have any subscribers. And uh, the next day I woke up and there were 6,000 views on this video. Wow. And I went, wow, that's never happened before. <laughs> and then the next day I had 36,000 views. Wow. And someone had shared this video on a blog and then it ended up getting put on all the, the dirt sheets. Mm. And I'm like, I think I'm onto something. <laughs> so it was kind of accidental that it was just like whenever I had the chance to interview a wrestler, I would put the little bit on air on TV that we could. And then I would put the remainder, the raw, full interview, mm. you know, flubs and all, uh, you know, because I don't cut my interviews. I just go yeah. start to finish, put yeah. the whole thing up. Why not? Um, Why not? And, and, and that's what I like about you, because all the, all the YouTubes and podcasters who do interviews like these, they like to edit them and they like to, you know, oh. Let's cut that bit out. We don't need to know about this, or you know. When, for example, as well, like when when you had MJF on your show, who was the worst guest ever, I have to say, the worst, worst person in the world. Okay, and I even said he is not the face of pro wrestling at all. Ace Austin is a, is the face of that pro wrestling. Okay, and uh, but right, he decided to order. You know, you know about it. You you were that you were that live, but you know he ordered a room service while you joined the interview. Now you could have just cut that out of the interview and post it on YouTube but you decide eh, eh, I, let's see what the people think about this and uh, I liked it even more when it was included but it, it made it made it even more fun look and I did the same thing with the Cody Rhodes interview yeah. uh, you know oh, his yeah. phone when kept you, digging yeah. during the interview and he goes let's see who this is and then we spent two minutes looking for his phone I kept it in there because we're humans yes and humans do these things and the thing I realized early on in my broadcasting career is the thing that's most important to you might be different from what's most important to me, which is different from anyone else that's maybe listening to this. So if I'm going to put up a 20, 30, 40 minute interview, and I think this is the most important part, you may take out from it something completely different. So mm -hmm. I don't want to be the one telling you what's most important. I want to put it all out there and you can make the decisions for yourself. Of course, of course. And uh, I do like it as well. And, and, and the way I, I like how you do it. And, and as you say, well, thank it's, more, you. it's more about a conversation between two people more than an interview, and um, that, that's what it is. You know, yeah. these these the channel may bear my name, uh, <laughs> but the channel is not about me. No, no. This is hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like to, you know, I, I I ask questions that I'm genuinely interested mm. in knowing the answer to. 
And, and then I ask them and I sit back and I listen. And then we, you know, I don't just move on to the next question. I think about like, where can the conversation go from here? Yes. Did you say something interesting that we can kind of, you know, talk about or, or move, you know, in, into that, uh, that vein that you're talking about. Mm. So I've always just, I've always just been an inquisitive person. And, you know, that led me into a career in journalism and broadcasting and it just kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. And, uh, and again, I don't know uh, if you listened to any of my shows before, but um, if you did, you may notice that I might have stole your bit of your thing, as you do on your channel, because <laughs> a lot of people say to me that my show is more, you know, more interactive, and they say it's more interesting because I, I, I have no questions, as you can see. I'm not reading up any scripts or anything like that. And they say it's more, it's more better because apparently more of these genetic ones are more boring and yes typical questions the same and things like yeah. that and and the people like about my show is because i listen to the person and then we decide and i decide to go and ask more questions about what they just said to that other question and we just go out like that so it's great we just, we just go off the script of whatever script it was because i didn't have one well, to begin with the difference the difference here is ed you, you do your research you know and yes. i think that you you can't just you can't have a conversation uh without any sort of guidance no you know? it's like it's like getting in a car and not knowing where you're driving. To. <laughs> um, you know, the fact that you, uh, you, you know, you read up on your guests and you do your research and you know what you're talking about, you know, that definitely works in your favor. Yes. Well, I thank you for that. And uh, I hope, I hope uh, you will uh, be coming back on here again, hopefully at some point, uh, if you enjoyed yourself here. But uh, sure. I had to say as well, because people might ask me, well, how did you start to get these big time people on your, on your show? And, uh, what, what was your technique to get in touch with these kind of big people? Well, having, you know, this background of broadcasting, that obviously opened the door. Like, of course. I've always said to people, you need to present, whenever you're asking someone to be on your show, podcast, YouTube channel, whatever it happens to be, mm -hmm. you have to show them what's in it for them. Uh, you have to present the value for them. So which, for me, which, the value I'm was... <laughs> for me, the value is I was on TV and yes. I was able to, you know, give that audience. So that's really how it began is like, we'll put you your, your raw SmackDown impact ring of honor, whatever it happens to be is coming to, um, Cleveland or Toronto. when I was living there or Miami. Now we can promote the show on our channel. And that was the first thing. And then kind of from there, and like now that my YouTube channel has this very dedicated audience, of wrestling <laughs> fans, it's kind yes. of a no brainer, but it took a long time to build up those relationships. It was, it was uh, a mutual friend that got me in touch with Chris Jericho and mm -hmm. said, "Hey, you've got to talk to this guy." Then it was through Chris Jericho that I got to Tony Khan because yeah. Jericho's like, "I had such a good time on his show. Uh, it has something like three quarters of a million views." Very right, well done. Very right, well done because you asked the right questions and that's made it enjoyable. Yeah. Well, thank you. And then he reached out to Tony Khan and said, "Tony, you've got to do an interview with Chris." Then. Out of nowhere, I get a text from Tony Khan saying, hey, I, Chris Jericho said some really nice things about you. I'd love to have an interview with you. And I'm like, okay, yes. <laughs> yes. So it's kind of just been, you know, it's hard work. It's oh, dedication. Yeah, and it's putting it all together and making it happen. Mm, exactly. And uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. But I can't let you go yet because there's another thing I want you to promote here as well. Your YouTube channel, of course, is Chris Van Vliet. If you haven't already subscribed or you've been living under a rock for the past, I don't know, five years or so you need to check him out because he's uh does some amazing interviews with chris with chris jericho with tony Khan, with cody rhodes with uh you know and dolph ziggler of all people um but again you've also got your own t-shirt line don't you as well 
Yeah, I should have probably worn one here. I'm wearing collar and elbow instead. Their yeah. shirts are great. Yeah. Now you can see it and that'll be uh, on YouTube. So please check out on YouTube.com when we upload this. It'll be on my channel. That's Edward Farrow on YouTube. Um, but yeah, so what is your own T-shirt line and, and, and how can people find it? Look, I just figure, you know, I'm wearing I'm wearing something during these interviews. And the collar and elbow shirts are great. And I love them. And it's Al Snow's company. And Al Snow's an awesome dude. But I just figured if... If I have a 20, 30, 40 minute interview and you're just, you know, staring at my clothes or and my guest clothes for the whole time, <laughs> I might as well, you know, I might as well do what all the other wrestlers are doing in this space. <laughs> I might as well have some merch. Yes. Uh, so created a couple shirts. One of them, you know, means a lot to me. It's the phrase, vague goals get vague results. And uh, I'm such a big believer in that, that if you don't set specific goals for yourself, you're never going to get anywhere. So for this year, for not, I'm not like a big New Year's resolution guy, but mm -hmm. at the start of this year, I said, all right. We've got from now until December 31st, and I want to set some specific goals. So I said, I want to do 50 wrestling interviews this year, and I want to get to 200,000 subscribers. And here we are, it's June. I just uploaded uh, interview number 41 today, uh, and we're at 160-something thousand, 167,000 uh, subscribers. So it's it's great to be able to look at that at the start of the year and kind of chip away as it is at it as you go yes and that's been my plan and um, that phrase has you know redefined my life it's actually i don't know if you can read that but it's hanging up there oh above above my above my many emmys here yes your many emmys which is one the emmy award winning broadcaster oh, we, the best one ever i think <laughs> we got the uh youtube play button which yeah, actually meant a lot nice. to me because yeah. that was because of you know that was because of everybody else i didn't mm. i had nothing to do with that that's because people happen to tune in yes and they enjoy your content is the main thing yeah so uh you know that means a lot to me so yeah my my merch is out there you can find it either through my website which is chrisvanvleek.tv it's in the description of all my videos um it's on pro wrestling tees it's everywhere there so you uh there you go. It would nice be, plug. If, if i ever see someone wearing a chris van vleek t-shirt i'm gonna give you such a great high five <laughs> There you go. And uh, you're coming to London next week, which is the worst city in the world I've, I've been to before. And uh, what is your goals in London? Because uh, I hope you can just come in and get the hell out before before you get sucked in. <laughs> well, London's not so bad. Oh, it is. It's the worst city. I wonder why it's worse, because it's, it's number three in the worst cities in the world, under LA, of course, first, because you've got too wow. much traffic. The people there are terrible. And... And what 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 are you up to that next week? Are you into? So I'm going. I, I'm going there to interview the cast of the new uh, Spider-Man movie. Okay, I'll let you off for that. But I mean, okay. When you speak to him, tell him to move to Manchester next year, and then then do it in Manchester for you. So, okay. You know, of London. But I'll let uh, I'll let Tom Holland know that we should do it in Manchester next yes. time. Yes. Yes. I thought I, I thought we were supposed to say Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that an American accent? Yeah, I like it. Like it. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, I've been working on it for a long time. Man, yeah, just me too. I've been, I've been working on my American accent. <laughs> I had a Canadian accent before. Yes, but now it's just gone normal. Just, it, it's yeah, no accent. Just... There's no accent, just normal. And yeah. um, you had uh, Wireback on your show uh, recently on uh, your channel, uh, wearing a, a nice suit and everything like that. Um, <laughs> under his muscle. Very interesting conversation. I, I enjoyed that. And, you know, I treated two wire back in yourself saying, get ready for Friday. And here you are. Um, and I even DM'd, because as I DM'd you on that Saturday, uh, I actually DM'd Alicia, who you had on your show, okay, uh, recently. 
I'm, 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 I was quite surprised she actually, I was quite surprised to see, like, because I get notifications, but anytime you upload something, I actually get on my phone. I mean, like, oh, new video, can't wait to watch this, kind of thing. So I was shocked to see her on your channel, and then hear about she's in the, from the same hometown from, as you as well. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't even, I didn't even know that. Like, our, <laughs> it's not like our hometown is that big. I think it's like 90,000 people. It's That's a suburb of Toronto. Um, yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's a decent-sized town, a small city, if you will. <laughs> um, but it was it was crazy when she told me that she was from there, and we, you know, we knew a lot of the same places. She turns out uh, where she lives is five minutes from where I grew up. Wow. Uh, I was really surprised about that, and I'm glad that my interview with Alicia was able to introduce her to a new audience, my audience. Yes. She did an interview with me on her channel, yep, and I introduced me to her audience. Yeah. So. It's a great crossover, so I'm hoping to do uh, you know a couple more of those. Yeah, and um, the way she's done her interviews is that they're very short as well, not like long as yours. So I think, you know, it may be good or bad, but you know, I, I would prefer to hear more things about you on on from Alicia. But obviously, it might be to do at the time. How long time you had? To well, be Alicia's interviews are tenish minutes. Yeah, and that's what our interview yeah, was. Yeah. My, but my, she gets to I, the she's very direct. She gets to the question. You know, she don't waste yeah. any time. Unlike because I know you do as well. You get to the question as well. But I'm just saying, she gets in there and gets out before it gets too crazy. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? and if so, she shoots for ten minutes. I shoot for thirty-ish now. Yeah. And I think the reason I'm starting to do longer and longer interviews is because uh, I'm actually going to release a podcast in the next month or so. Nice. Um, I'm taking. I'm basically taking the name of your show and just throwing my name. It's the Chris Van Bleach. Show. <laughs> there uh, we go. There we go. <laughs> and, I, and I get that. Like, not everybody is going to spend the time to sit there on their phone or computer, wherever they watch YouTube videos, and actually watch a video yeah, for yeah, yeah. 20, 30, 40 minutes. So I'm going to take the audio from these uh, YouTube videos, make it into a podcast with a different intro and a different outro to it, and uh, you, now you can listen to it on your way to work. Now you can listen to it when you're in the gym. Mm -hmm. Or wherever you want me to be in your ear holes, I'll be there. <laughs> exactly. And uh, one thing about this show we don't do is we, we, we don't do intros, we don't do outros, we just get straight in. As soon as you press play, I'm right there, kind of thing. You know, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, all the places as well. But um, so, what is your um, ultimate goal then for the end of this year? You know, you're, you're on target to you know reach your original goal of you of the, you know your YouTube thing, uh, and now your podcast you're launching as well. So I'm guessing that's gonna be one of your goals. Um, anything else you uh, want to target to? I mean, th th look at you. You've already nailed all my goals. So, <laughs> you you, know, it, was, it was 50 wrestling interviews. It was 200,000 subscribers. And now it's released in the podcast. But I think we're going to hit 200,000 subscribers sooner. So yes. I guess I need to make a new goal. Maybe 250. Yeah. Um, well, maybe it's a million, a million subscribers is my goal by uh, sometime. In, well, not sometime. Well, it was originally by January 2024, but I think that we can do it in sooner than four and a half years. So, so. A, million, a million subscribers saying it now on the Ed Fowler Show. We're going to have that by January 1st, 2023. There All because of you and because of everybody listening to this. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I want to know, when, when I actually contacted you, did you actually research me or did you think, who, who is this random guy? Um, like what, what, what was your first instinct when you uh, saw my DM? Look, I, I, when I saw your DM, I was like, that's very bold of you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate that. Look, I love talking about wrestling. I'm a wrestling fan just like you. I and mean, there's no difference between me and anybody else. It's just I happen to interview a lot of wrestlers for my YouTube channel. So I clicked on your profile. I saw what you do. I saw that you uh, have a following. And I said, let's do this thing. Now I'm just curious because yeah. as I talk to you right now, this is unedited. 
you've got a green screen behind you. So yes. I'm just curious what you're going to put back there. <laughs> Good question. Well, it'd be you. you you'd be up behind me. And then, okay. and then I might have something else. I don't know yet. I'm not going to decide. But you will definitely be on this green screen. But again, you can only find that only on YouTube.com because that's only on YouTube only. Um, because people people always say to me, you you say the .com in like an American accent, so I don't know. So do you, do you say .com in, a, in, in an American accent kind of thing? YouTube.com? I don't know that anyone even says YouTube.com anymore. Like, don't isn't you? it just odd? Like, no one goes, oh, I'm going to go search for this on Google.com. Like, <laughs> You just you just only know me. that YouTube is a dot com. Yeah, only me. I I need to tell you to like on them. Okay, that's good to know. That's good for me. Um, like oh, I'll I'll add you on Facebook dot com. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. This exactly. isn't two thousand and three. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely. gonna go to uh, www dot facebook dot com and add you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I, I wouldn't do that long, but uh, yeah. But there we go. Um. The Air Fighter Show here, only with Chris Van Vliet, the best one I think so far. Um, but yeah, um, I've I've actually I did the same thing as I did with you. I I, I took the bold decision, you know. I, I thought it worked with you, so I'll try it again. So I did try it again. I tried with some guy from Lucha Underground. He did DM me back, and he, he's on board like you were. But I'm still waiting for DM to say when we can do it. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, and then I tried doing the same thing again with Alicia on the same day with you, but she did not respond. And then I actually watched your video about, you know, you could you put awkward DMs. And I, 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 I was expecting she was going to say me in these awkward DMs, but I'm yeah. quite surprised that she did not. But yeah, so I'm still waiting for a response from Alicia, but she's not DMing me back yet. Still waiting. Well, I would just, I would say keep going for it. And, and the more guests you get, the more value it brings. You know, if you can say, hey, do you want to be on my show? I've also interviewed this person, this person, and this person. Mm. I think that new guests go, oh, well, if they've, you know, said okay, then sure, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to do it too. Like, I, I do that all the time now. I reach out to people and I say, hey, in the past six months, I've had John Cena and The Rock and Cody Rhodes and Tony Khan and, 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 and. Mm. So, you know, would you do an interview with me? And yeah. usually it's like, yes, of course. <laughs> so, I, so you mentioned Batista, but this weekend I also have um, – the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger. Oh, yes. Well, cool. He, he doesn't go by that anymore. He goes by Sean Spears. He got Sean Spears. He's used his real name. No longer Ty Dillinger. Who is that? Well, his Ty actual Dillinger? real name is Ronnie, but... Yeah. Uh, well, he goes by Sean now in AEW. Yeah. Oh, at least. you got to be, you, you got to be all in, man. you got to be all in. You, you... Or am I all out? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Imagine the so, pay-per-view. That'd be great. That'd be great for a pay-per-view. All out. I've got him. I've also got the blueprint, Matt Morgan, oh, who's nice, the mayor yeah. of a town in Florida. Nice. This was actually this was crazy. Um, he was the second person, second person, third person now to reach out to me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, he Ryback, did, did, did Ryback reach out to you first? No, I reached out to Ryback like six, seven months ago, and he's just like, "I'd love to do an interview, but I'm just, so uh, I, I got to recover." I'm, I'm, he's having his stem cell research. He's like, yes, "We'll right. make it happen sometime this summer." I'm like, "I will fly to Vegas. We will do this interview. We will make it happen." And it turned out that I was there for all in. So, but yeah, it worked out perfectly. So Matt Morgan reached out to me and said, "I loved your interview with TJP. Um, <laughs> I watch all your interviews, but that one was, you know, special." I said. Mm. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's do this. <laughs> and he's like, I'd be honored. So uh, I'm doing that one with him on Sunday. So yeah. there's going to be a bunch. And I uploaded one today. I'm actually really proud of it. Very different from what I normally do. That's right. Post. Yeah, normally, your advice. Your advice ones with all the, 
the Tony you done, yeah. I, I like that. Oh, I, I, I literally just posted yeah, that. Yeah, I, like... I, I started watching it because I, I checked my phone just to see, oh, have I got a DM from you yet or something to say when you're ready? So I, 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 I literally opened my phone and I saw your video which said uh, advice, you know. Yeah, life advice from pro wrestlers. Yeah, so I started watching it and, and, and I was liking them because some of them I watched and then I seen, but I'm not seen yet, and I thought, oh, this is good. I, I kind of selfishly did that for myself. Like there was so <laughs> much great advice from all these different wrestlers over the years. I'm like, I got to put this in one place so yeah. that if I'm ever having a bad day or I just need to pick me up, I can just go to this video and be like, oh yeah, when John Cena said control the controllable or when Zach Gowan said life's not about what happens to you, but how you react to what happens mm -hmm. to you. Or The Rock said sometimes the best things in life are the things that don't happen. And, and it's was like, that, was that before he uh, did the, uh, the the finger? Because it was right before that. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before he went live, because if you didn't say live to him, I'm sure he wouldn't have done that. No, he would have been like, "Thanks, buddy. Good to see you." <laughs> uh, yeah, it would have been a very different interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, <clears throat> then uh, my last question to you is: uh, before we wrap this up, because I know you're very busy, man. As you just said, you've got your interviews coming up. Um, TJP, uh, of course, I replied to TJP, uh, not replied to him, just say, I tweeted him and you uh, about his interview. Fantastic again, lovely, great interview. And I've heard a rumor on my phone this morning that he's going to impact wrestling, apparently. So uh, that came on my phone this morning. I, I don't know why I get rest, like I get Google News now just for wrestling. And I, and I, I never actually typed in wrestling on, on my Google. So I get news about it every day. They, they just know. Google Google knows everything. Yeah, I know. It's scary. But I mean, I just, yes, yeah, so I saw a rumor saying he's going to go to Impact Wrestling. Uh, but yeah, he liked my tweet. So I said that uh, I'm looking forward to having you on the show. So I, I was a bit concerned he might have thought he meant him. So I'm hoping he doesn't mean that because I might actually react to him now in case he actually said yes. So who knows? It, it doesn't hurt to reach out to him. Why not? Yeah, why not? But again, because. The one thing I don't like doing is treating that to public in case other people might see it and think, ooh, what's going on here? You know, kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I might do that. You never know. See what you see, see if he replies. That's, he that's the thing. Fun. You don't know till you ask, right? Yeah, yeah. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think too many people uh, go, oh, man, if I ask, he'll just think that I'm some, you know, some small show and he, he won't want to do it anyway. Well, if you don't ask, he's also not going to do it. Yeah, so yeah, true. you might as well just ask. Yeah. Well, um, as you say on your YouTube channel, as I've heard as well in other podcasts, you say that many people, you know, get these people on just for themselves, and it's about promoting about them. So I'm hoping that you found this very useful for you. Uh, I'm hoping you've been able to promote what you want to promote. If not, you can do it right this minute. No, this has been great. Ed. This has been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, having me on the show. Thank you for informing me that London was the worst city. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, is Winnipeg. So is Winnipeg. Land... So uh, yeah. When I land in Heathrow, I'm gonna be like, ugh, this place sucks. <laughs> I love London, actually. I'm sorry. Oh, you do. Yeah, you love London. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, but you have to agree though, like. Winnipeg is, you know, it's disgusting, you know, like, you want to go up in Win Winnipeg, apart from Chris Javico and Kenny Mega, but, but apart Winni from that, Winnipeg just doesn't have a lot going on. It's yeah. a lovely Canadian city. It's just, there's not a ton going on there. Yeah. Um, are you, are you glad that, um, I don't know if you keep it with soccer or not, but you know, uh, Fulham FC, that they're, they're dropping down to the uh, championship now after the worst season in the Premier League. So uh, I wonder if Tony Khan knows about that or not. 
Yeah, you know, well, I'm sure Tony Khan knows about that. Um, he's he, he's very up on all the things that he has a, a vested interest in. So I'm, I'm sure Tony knows. Yes, well, you might want to remind him that because uh, he, <laughs> he, he might need to do some big changes to make him back in the, into the Premier League to draw some yeah. more money for AEW. Otherwise, they might get a bit short <laughs> of money. When I, when I posted uh, my interview with him, I had so many Premier League fans and <laughs> you know, just football fans in general yes. sending me these angry tweets about Tony oh, really? Khan. I'm like, why? I, I, I guess they don't like how he, he uh, handled the team. Oh, right. Fair enough. I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. I want to talk about wrestling. Yeah, I don't know. Not, not Premier League. Yeah, un- understandable. Understandable. Um, but I, I want to know as well, because I don't think you've been asked this yet. Again, I could be wrong. Um, do you support American football? Yes. Yes. What's your uh, favorite team? Well, I lived in Cleveland for five years. Oh, you, so you, the, you, Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns, Browns are my Boo. team. And, uh, Boo. Oh, Oakland, it, Oakland Raiders, which is known as the Vegas what? Raiders. There well, they're still the Oakland Raiders this year. Yeah, but, but then the Cleveland the Browns year. are going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look forward to that game between Cleveland Browns and, and the Raiders if it ever happens. But of course, the Cleveland Browns are not good enough to come over here, are they? Because think about this: the Oakland no, Raiders. No, no, no. Hold on. The Rams the are is, much the better. Browns, the Cleveland Browns are not good enough to go over there. No, like up until this year. No one cared about the Cleveland Browns except for like <laughs> me, the Miz, and Dolph Ziggler, and everybody yeah, the else. Yeah, most two people in Cleveland. Yeah, of course, not you, they, but me, Dolph they, and the, the Miz. The Browns haven't had a winning season since 2007. Yeah, I like, know that. Yeah, I remember if, that. If the Browns went to London, no one would show up. No, exactly, because it'd be a washout. It'd be very raining, probably. <laughs> <laughs> now, if the Browns went to London with oh my God, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. and uh, uh, Baker Mayfield and 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 everybody else on the team. It's a team of superstars. They're going to win the division this year. They're winning the AFC. Well, there you go. There you go. You, you, you've heard it here first. So, uh, you know, in uh, February of next year, let's do this now. February next year, I don't care what date it is, I want you back on the show because I'm going to prove you wrong that Cleveland Browns will not be in any championship playoffs, okay? Okay. All right. I yeah. will. Is that deal? I will. Virtually shake, shake, shake to that. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. Um, are you a college football fan as well or not? I'm, I'm not, and nothing against college football, but I went to college in Canada. And of course. College football is not that big of a thing there, so I don't have any sort of tie-in to any you know specific team. I love going to games because the atmosphere uh, and, and the fans are hardcore. But I don't have a, I don't have a college football team. Oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But I will say my team is the Nevada Wolfpack. You want to know why? The Nevada Wolfpack. That yes. is the most random. Who picks the Nevada Wolfpack? What, what, <laughs> have you have you? <laughs> this guy's that. That uh, is, the that's so obscure. The reason why I do why I picked the Nevada Wolfpack is because I actually have family on the west coast of America, the better part of America, the west coast, the best time zone for games anywhere in the world. So uh, Best time for games? Who wants yes. to watch a football game at 10 in the morning? Uh, well, maybe not that time, but I mean, in the evening, <laughs> in the evening time, it's much better, but maybe not in the morning, if, but in the evening, it's better. Whenever I travel to California and it's football season, it's like you wake up and then football's on immediately? Like, <laughs> who... Who wants to watch the NFL at ten in the morning? It's so strange. Well, well, I know, I know, I know. Many football fans in in, in on the West Coast will probably will wake up to watch football any day of the week, probably. Uh, I know my father would like to. Um, <laughs> he has wait another four months before he comes back, so you know, a long time to go yet. Yeah, but no, I mean, another three months to say. 
But um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Nibiru Wolf Pack all the way. Uh, okay. They, they, they had a team in uh, Portland. Now I was at Portland as well, but they haven't got one. I don't think these so. are such these are very strange teams. But if those if those are going to be your <laughs> college teams, then that's okay. Do you want to know my soccer team as well uh, in America? You know, for Major League Soccer, Portland Timbers. There you go. Okay, Portland's a great city. I love Portland. I just don't know if their soccer team is. I don't know if that's your. I don't know if that's a. You know, you're you're making fun of the Browns for not being a winner. I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I question your uh, sports allegiances. Uh, well, I will say one thing: that the best, the best football team in the world is Manchester United. Okay, Manchester United is the best. You got. Okay. Yeah. You know? I, I I I know that I at least have heard of them. Unlike the Nevada Wolf Pack. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you for that, Chris. Um, but yeah, you definitely need to come to Manchester to see the best city in the world and to see the best football club in the world, you know, because Barcelona may be the richest now, but still, the, 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 the one which has still got the most trophies and the most, you know, the most fans around the world is United. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this on my bucket list to go see a football or soccer, whatever you want to call it, game in Manchester or it, uh, yeah, Manchester. <laughs> nice try, nice try for that. Uh, Manchester. Yeah, you, you need to work on your accent there. But um, I do. Maybe <laughs> next week. But yeah, if you need a, a guided tour of the city, then let me know. Um, and Thank I will, you. I would definitely do that because uh, obviously someone needs to teach uh, you a lesson because the interview you've done haven't done a good job, have they? You know, you've 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 come on the best heel podcast, you know, and I'm and I, and I hope I've been a great heel for you. But uh, but yeah. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, Chris, and uh, I thought it'd be a lot of fun, and it was a lot of fun. I, I hope you had a lot of fun as well. I see you laughing a lot, so uh, I'm, I'm guessing it was. Um, yeah, this was great. Yeah, no, yeah. I really appreciate you taking the time to reach out to me and make this happen. This was fun. Yeah. Well, well, let's I'm do it again to, sometime. Yeah, we must do. And, um, and I want to say as well, is this your first UK podcast you've been on? I've done a few of them. Yeah, um, I know you This are. is certainly the most recent, though. Yes. <laughs> and uh, out of out of the other ones you've done at, at the most recent, where would mine go in your list of the ones you've appeared mm. on so far? It's too soon, you know. I'd have too a recency soon. bias to go. <laughs> you know, it's, I, it, we're we're in the middle of it right now. We'd need to step away from it and be able to go. Okay, I need to listen to it again. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. Fair but, enough. But I'm having a great time, and uh, you know, you can DM me, and we'll have this uh, again. We'll do it again sometime. We'll, yes. we'll make the next one even better than this one. Probably, yeah. And maybe, maybe even the next one we could maybe even meet up because listen up, people of the world. I do have a passport, so I have no desire to do anything at the moment. But I do have a passport, so if you need me, you know where to find me. And well, uh, if you go to if you go to SummerSlam, yeah. Survivor Series, All Out, or Fight for the Fallen, I will be there. There you go. There you go. And and, and that's great for you because you now just plugged where you're going to be. So, there you can see where Chris Van Vliet would be next. And but make sure you keep up with him on social media, on Facebook. He's got over 50,000 likes. Make sure you just type in Chris Van Vliet. He pops up there. Uh, Twitter, Chris Van Vliet. He's got like 14.9K, maybe even 15K now. And, uh, of course, YouTube.com forward slash uh, Chris Van Vliet. So, you can see I do it again. I've done it again. Chris.YouTube.com. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense there, though. I think when you're given the address, it makes sense. <laughs> Do you like that? YouTube.com forward slash Chris Van Vliet. That was good. Is it, is it, is it Chris Van Vliet at the end? Is it, is it, yeah. Do you own the URL? 
I, I, I own them all. Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. I'm glad you're a clipper. That's good to know. It's, it's not a common name, you know. No, it's not. And it's a unique name. And um, I, I like saying it. It's Chris Van Vliet. There you go. You I know? like that, yeah. yeah or, yeah. you know, if, if you don't want to say the full name, just call me CVV. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, or I just do this. Chris Van Vliet. There you go. Much better than Justin Roberts, probably. So, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about that, that Chris bit, you know? I can, I, I can, Very I can, good. I, I can do yeah. it with Chris Jericho and Triple Ooh. H, you know? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I might need some lessons from Justin uh, Roberts there, but yeah, you know, the, the, he's, the best. He's one of the though. best to ever do it. He's yeah, one of the best to ever do is, it. He is, he is. And I don't know how he does that bit, but it's good. I like it anyway. He's very um, good. But yeah, yeah, he is. And uh, you've got over 160K now because I've been watching for the past few weeks, seeing, okay, how much you got now? I don't want to get one on my show. So, yeah, I've been, I've been watching every single day. Uh, yeah, it's been growing a lot. Like, it has. Uh, I remember sitting there at Double or Nothing and I hit 150,000 at Double or Nothing. Mm, I remember that, yeah. That and I was, thought, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, so it's, I mean, obviously we got a lot of stuff at Double or Nothing, which helped my channel grow. But yes. Yeah, here, here we are. It's, uh, 10, 12 days later, whatever it is, and we're 18,000 more. So mm. it's, yeah. It's growing. It's, it's growing and it's I'm going super, rapidly. Super grateful for that. <laughs> like, you know, I never never thought this would ever be a thing, and it is. It is. And I, I'm looking forward to your podcast as well. And, and maybe one day, maybe one day I can be a guest on your podcast. I, I think that that'd be great. Yeah. It only makes sense. It, it does make sense. And I think you should only invite. Uh, the best podcaster from the UK, from Manchester, to be on your podcast. Because then I can, <laughs> then, 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 then you get me your my my truthful opinions about Manchester and about why I think uh, this is the best thing in the world than London or Miami or Las Vegas or Toronto. Yeah, or Toronto. <laughs> yeah, not it's not much it's like Toronto. You got Manchester, Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> Not much to go off there. Um, you can find myself on Twitter at underscore edifier underscore. So please do tweet me and let me know what you think about this podcast. And you need to follow me back on Twitter as well. And then, then you get notification when, when I DM you. Sounds good. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Yeah, you should do. <laughs> do that right now. Great. Look forward to that. Um, again, uh, make sure you follow me on there as well. Uh, as in, I've got, because the one thing about this was, I, I'll tell you a, a true story here before I end this. I actually had 1,000 odd followers, and I thought, you know what? I don't even follow half these people. Like, I don't know these people, you know, who I follow back. So I just thought, because what I was doing, and probably follow me, I just follow them back, you know, why not? Uh, but then I thought, hmm, I got all these followers, but I don't really want to know what they're up to. So I decided to unfollow a lot of people, and that yeah. then cost me, because I, and then I saw my follower list go way down. And now, yeah. ever since, I have been stuck on 838 for life. Like, I, it would go up to 840. And then I lose two, and then I just stay in there. I can't go any higher than 840. It's mad. I, I, it's out for six months now. I can't move well, office. Maybe you make it your specific goal to get to 900 by the end of the yes, year. Yes, yes. I, I used to do that, you know. I, I used to do my own goal. I, I, um, in, in high school, when I joined Twitter back in uh, January of 2014, I said to everybody else, I'm going to get more followers than all you people on this bus combined. And then I'm gonna, and then I, I, I used to set height sent like 500 to 1,000. I used to put them on Twitter saying, help me to get to God knows how many, like 500 followers in a week, you know, kind of thing. And it happened, you know, and I need to do that again properly. Um, but, uh, and, and, I, and you say before as well about um, your, your goals. And I had a goal last year when I began this podcast last year, back in May 11th, 2018, I began this. And I said to myself, 
in a year time, I would like to have a celebrity on the show. Just to, just I don't know why. I just want to have a celebrity, like have a mixture on this show. Have some unknowns, have some big names, a mixture. Because then maybe one day, you never know, a, a, a big name might listen to it and think, who's this guy? Hmm, okay, I might check him out on YouTube, whatever. And it, and it might help him to get a bit more known, you know? And uh, that's what I want to do, kind of thing, you know? And yeah. um, you're the first one to do it. So thank you very much for, um, for agreeing. All right. The first celebrity. Yeah, you go. <laughs> I'm honored. Okay. Yes. Well, yes. If, if I fall into the category of celebrity, I yes. am happy to be that guy. Yes, you are. And uh, I hope I hope in five years from now, I, I can have a 1,000 episode and have you a part of it. There you go. If, if, if it's in five years, I don't know how long it would take me to get to 1,000 episodes, but probably a long time. Great. <laughs> well, that was the episode with Chris Van Vliet. So, it's been five years. I wonder if I reached the 1,000 episodes or not. But will he see this? Will he listen to this? And maybe he will take me on the offer to come back on in 2024 to mark five years. Hmm. I might try so. But until the next episode drops, which won't be very long, because if you're listening to this, if you head over to YouTube right now, you'll be able to see a brand new episode live from earlier tomorrow. <laughs> or you can listen to it right here on Tuesday. Until then, have a good rest of your day, night, evening, or morning. You've been listening to The Edward Fowler Show. Subscribe and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to get new and flashback episodes every week. More on Facebook and Instagram at Edward Fowler Show and edwardfowlershow.com. 